0: It is another edition of Making Money with Ron Hebert, the financial coach, retired portfolio manager. I'm Gord Whitehead, a retired broadcaster. We've known each other for a long time, like to talk about investing. As we pointed out recently, this is a show about financial literacy, trying to give you some basic fundamentals of how to get into investing, because this is stuff that just isn't taught in schools properly. In fact, it's not even taught at all in a lot of educational institutions. So we're trying to do our part to fill that gap in. And we touched, sort of teasing the show for this week, Ron, that interest rates right now have been historic. well, not historically high, they're high for, what's this is the highest they've been in how
1: long? This is, would be the highest they've been since the crisis of 2007 to 2009. So 2000, if you look at the start of the crisis, 2007.
0: 16 years.
1: Yeah, about 16 years. So it's been a long time where investors have patiently collected virtually nothing on the fixed income parts of their portfolio. Now it's starting to come back. A good reason to start looking at building out this port- part of your portfolio is the fact that, well, A, rates are as high as we've seen in 16 years, but also is the fact that, you know, you're starting to get signals from the central banks. uh, You're starting to look at inflation. It's starting to roll over. It's not headed back down dramatically, but it's starting to roll over and flatten out. And so if we see inflation slowly start heading down over, over a year or two, it just means that rates are peaking here. And when rates peak, that is the perfect time to be investing in fixed income
0: okay so let's talk we often talk about exchange traded funds on this show which for in a simple statement is they're like a basket of things right yeah they're usually a varied basket if you will
1: a varied basket and often that basket is just reflects an index and so if you want to follow what the general bond market is doing an index will give you the average price of hundreds of different of different bonds that get included in that, in that metric. So you get an overview of what, you know, for example, a Canadian bond index, uh, corporate bond index might be a basket of two or 300 different corporate bonds. And so by following the index, instead of following two or 300 different bonds, it gives you an average of what those bonds are doing. And so with an ETF, um, literally, they're buying that basket of, of securities that the index is following. So for most people, what that simply means is that you're getting a big basket of securities, so you've got less work to administer them, you've also got lots of diversification, and now fixed income ETFs often come with annual management expense ratios of between uh, 0.1% and 0.2%. Uh, uh, and a quarter percent. So you're, the fees are very, very reasonable. So um, for individuals that don't have a lot of time to develop their own portfolio, uh, that just want
0: uh, a one and you're done approach. Uh, we're going to be talking about how to do that today. So as an example, this is the basic math here, if you if you manage to make five and a quarter percent and you're costing a quarter percent to manage it, you're still netting five percent. That's, that, and then these days five percent looks pretty darn good to me <laughs> anyway. So th- that's the simplest form. Now, if you want to get more diversified, what's the what's the process there? Well, to start,
1: if if you just want to have a one and you're done portfolio. Uh, you can buy an ETF that covers a wide swath of the Canadian bond market in terms of both maturities and issuers. And a good example of, of this type of ETF, and there's lots of examples I'm just using, typically when we go through the examples section of our podcast, I usually give you one to look at. And usually a quality name, and you can research, and there's certainly others. It's the Vanguard Canadian Aggregate Bond Index. So VAB, it trades on Toronto and it gives you a one and you're done. You buy it, it gives you a wide swath of uh, Canadian bonds in the portfolio. So let's say your asset mix is 60% equity, 40% fixed income. Well, if you wanted to, you decided you don't wanna have uh, guaranteed investment certificates and have to roll them over all the time, well, you can just buy the Vanguard Canadian Aggregate Bond Index and you're done.
0: Okay, so if you want what if you want to get exposed to other markets? <clears throat> well then you for can, instance, you want to get into the American market as an example.
1: Yeah, well, you then, then you can just add a small slice of your fixed income portfolio and, and put it in something that gives you exposure to other markets. And so one uh, advantage uh, is it gives you more diversification. And certainly the US market does that because it's the biggest bond market in the world by far and uh, you can get exposure to it through uh, an American bond ETF. An example of that would be the Vanguard U.S. Aggregate Bond Index, and it's hedged to Canadian dollars. So literally, if um, you have movement in currency, it tends to hedge that out, which uh, especially, you know, if you have, if you put money in the U.S. dollar and it drops like a stone, this, this kind of protects you from that happening. So you might consider if in the fixed income part of your portfolio. You might put 60% or 70% in the Canadian uh, bond ETF, and you might put 30 or 40% here. If you wanna own two ETFs, here again, two trades, you're done.
0: Okay, so we can go even further. It's a big world out there. there. There's a lot of other markets as well. Do Can we dip our toes in that water too?
1: Yeah, you can certainly go with a, an, a global bond index. And here again, it's hedged to the Canadian dollar in case the Canadian dollar uh, dramatically uh, or, or foreign currencies dramatically drop uh, your hedge. So it gives you some insurance against that. So, you know, an, a, a good example here would be the Vanguard Global X-US Aggregate Bond Index, uh, V B. G, it trades on Toronto, and you could split it up here again, put 60% in the Canadian bonding ETF, 20% in the U.S. bond ETF, 20% in the global bond ETF, and you, you'd have an, a nice split that give you essentially exposure to the entire world.
0: Okay, if you're looking for more risk, <laughs> if, if you, you know, if you like to take a little bit more of a chance, wh- what do we look at something there?
1: Well, then you can look at high yield bonds. And uh, high, the definition of a high yield bond, Gord, is just a bond, frankly, that has lower than investment grade. Um, in,
0: uh, so ranking. it's a little bit below double B, is it? Or it's what triple, are, below triple B. Below is triple it, B, okay. Is, yeah. a,
1: is, is its debt ranking. And so because its investment grade's a little lower, the rates are higher. And uh, like I say, that's why they're often referred to as high yield or junk bonds. And a good example is the iShares U.S. high yield uh, ETF. Here again, it's hedged. It's CHB. It trades on Toronto. And and a possible allegation here, especially if you want a little exposure to this, you could go 50% Canadian bonds, 20% U.S. bonds, 20% global bonds, and then maybe have a 10% piece on here uh, that you put in the high yield just to give you uh, a little more, a zoom in your portfolio but not too much risk.
0: So as we we want to round this up because the rates are as high as they've been and as we pointed out 16 or 17 years this this is an op- this is an opportunity and a time that you should at least be pondering this, correct?
1: Yes. Yes, and especially if you're moving toward retirement. And uh, you want to uh, diversify your portfolio. You want to de-risk part of your portfolio. Well, it's the first time in a very, very decade and a half where you've been able to get decent yields on the fixed income side of it, between 5 and 7%. And um, – you know those are pretty good returns, especially eventually when inflation drops, so your real return, what you're getting above inflation, turns positive and inflation will come down over time so the historically, the strategy's always to been. Uh, to buy your fixed income investments when yields are looked like they're peaking and then just hold on when rates and inflation start go down the other way
0: so I, I this is maybe well this is this is why I, I do this show <laughs> I ask the dumb question sometimes if you buy a bond or, or a fixed income you're saying well I want like I want this locked in for three years with an ETF can you do that can you get the maturity out there to protect this for a period of time
1: there are um, ETFs that have bonds in their portfolio that have a maturity date Um, and so you're buying a basket of bonds but uh, at the end of the they have a term attached to them so you can get a fixed rate Um, I like the ETFs that uh, that buy a basket of bonds and you know over time, these bonds in this index are going to come due, and they're going to get replaced by other bonds. So it's, it's a way to buy once and then just be done with it. And so for those individuals that really don't want to spend a lot of time doing this, um, you know, the ETF looks pretty good.
0: So your final note here was dollar cost averaging and dividend reinvestment plans make sense.
1: Yeah, because if you're not retired yet, what are you going to do with the income? Well, rates are high right now. Why not just use the income rather than have it sit in your account and collect nothing or half a percent? Why not get it to buy you more units paying 5% plus? I mean, I think it's a great time to be on the dividend reinvestment plan.
0: All right, there you go. ETFs for uh, fixed fixed investments. And as you pointed out, Ron, you, you also have a strategy which we'll do a couple of weeks down the road here because you're still putting that information together. There is a way to build a portfolio using individual stocks here, right?
1: And uh, that's... Uh, to be honest with you, I have some ETFs, but the bulk of my fixed income portfolio is in individual securities, and we're going to talk about how I'd build my own portfolio, so you're going to get some real hands-on experience with this.
0: There you go. On behalf of the financial coach, Ron Hebert, a reminder, if you have a question, if we, we, we left a little mud in the water, some silt there, and you didn't quite figure this out, feel free to send us a question. We'd be happy to answer the question. You can get reached to us to letsmakemoney.ca is our website, or you can reach us through our friends at cfcw.com, and we'll clear that up for you. On behalf of the financial coach, Ron Hebert, I'm Gord White, and we'll join you again next week with another edition of Making Money.